Happy day, Rosal Garcia with Why Jesus. Hoping that you are having a fabulous day. That you are able to feel God's love for you. You know, today was a little bit warmer than other days. And when I feel the sun and the warmth, it is symbolic to me of God's love for me that shines um, to all and so I hope that you were able to feel some of that today and so I am excited that we are reading in Luke 24 chapters as a countdown to Christmas Day uh, and hoping that these 24 chapters will give you some knowledge about who Jesus Christ is that will um, give you an idea of his love and devotion to us, his brothers and sisters. And also, most importantly, that we are able to pick out from every chapter what he is giving us an example of. And in the previous chapters... You know, the first two, uh, it talked about basically um, when he was a baby and when he was announced to to be born and presented at the temple and all of that. But uh, chapter 3 and 4 gave us a little bit more of an idea of who he was as he was growing up. And... Um, the chapter when it spoke about him uh, going with his parents to the temple and then the parents thought that he was among the company coming back home and it turns out that he wasn't with the group. And so they panicked and they went back, you know, a couple of days elapsed and they found him at the temple preaching among these, you know, elders, um, and they asked him why he was why he did that to them and he basically said i am here to be about my father's business and we we saw just the hyper focus that he had uh, from youth in doing his father's business and his father's business is to bring the gospel to everyone and to show everyone about his father's love and more importantly about his father's plan and in order for him to show us the plan and his love he has to show us by example what that is and so i was incredibly grateful that I could see just the zest and the focus he had uh, to go about his mission and, and accomplish it as early as he could. So, and then the chapter after that, you know, when he went to prepare for his mission at the age of 30 and he went up to the mountain, uh, fa fasted for 40 days um, I don't know about you, but that to me is an example of how important this mission is to him. 
that even though he is the son of God, and even though he has literally powers from heaven at his disposal, he personally, as a human being, needed to experience life like you and I experience it. And so he prepared by fasting and feeling hunger, feeling pain. Um, and then, you know, here comes Satan tempting him along the way. So he had to be tempted like we did. But one thing that caught me um, that I focused on when I was reading those verses is that whenever Satan presented a temptation, he kind of rebuked him immediately and said, you know, well, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. Um, or, you know, get thee away from me, Satan type of thing. Um, and I thought that is an example. He's telling us what to do when we are tempted ourselves. We are supposed to rebuke Satan, get him out of our path immediately. Don't give him a second look, any acknowledgement or notice, even though that he may be presenting us with the world powers at our disposal if we but give our soul to him. Satan is going to try. That's another thing that I learned from that chapter is that he was going to try with the Son of God, even though he knew he was perfect and he was his own Savior. And if he was willing to do that with him, can you imagine what he's willing to do with us? Um, Yeah. So he fights us all the way, and Jesus taught us by example to just rebuke him and send him off immediately and he has no choice but to leave and so and then he went about you know blessing those that were sick and afflicted and um serving and so he basically is giving us the example and so today we're going to focus on another part chapter 5 for December 5th and December 5th on Luke 5 covers the following Peter the fisherman is called to catch men Jesus heals a leper he forgives sins and heals a paralytic Matthew is called the sick need a physician new wine must be put in new bottles so let us dig into the chapter and see what this chapter is about today. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land and he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out in the deep and let down your nets for a drought. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, 
we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes, and their net brake. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships, so that they began to sink. I am back. I'm so sorry we were totally interrupted by an alarm. And it takes away from the reading. I apologize. So let's get back into the reading. And the reading is basically we left off on Luke chapter 5 verse... Seven is where I'm going to start. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, and they should come and help them. And they came and filled both ships, so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all that were with him, at the draught of the fishes which they had taken. And so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. And when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. And it came to pass, when he was in a certain city, behold, a man full of leprosy, who seeing Jesus fell on his face and besought him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And he put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately the leprosy departed from him. And he charged him to tell no man, but go and show thyself to the priests, and offer for thy cleansing according as Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. But so much the more went there a fame abroad of him, and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. And he withdrew himself into the wilderness and prayed. And it came to pass... On a certain day, as he was teaching, that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. And behold, men brought in bed, in a bed a man which was taken with palsy, and they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before him and when they could not find by way by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude they went upon the housetop and led him down through the tilling with his couch in the mist before jesus and when he saw their faith he said unto him man thy sins are forgiven thee and the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this which speaketh blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? 
But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answering said unto them, What reason ye in your hearts? Whether it is easy to say thy sins are forgiven thee, or to say, Rise up and walk. But they, that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power upon earth to forgive sins, he said unto the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise and take up thy couch, and go into thine house. And immediately he rose up before them, and took up the whereon he lay, and departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed, and they glorified God, and were filled with fear, saying, We have seen strange things this today. And after these things he went forth and saw a publican named Levi sitting at the recept of custom, and he said unto him, Follow me. And he left all, rose up, and followed him. And Levi made him a great feast in his own house, and there was a great company of publicans and others that sat down with them. But their scribes and the Pharisees murmured against his disciples, saying, Why do ye eat and drink with publicans and sinners? And Jesus answering said unto them, They that are whole need not a physician, but they that are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but the sinners to repentance. And they said unto him, why do the disciples of John fast often and make prayers, and likewise the disciples of the Pharisees, but thine eat and drink? And he said unto them, Can ye make the children of the bride chamber fast while the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come when the bridegroom shall be taken away from them, and then shall they fast in those days. And he spake also a parable unto them. No man putteth a piece of a new garment upon an old. If another wise, if otherwise, then both the new maketh a rent, and the piece that was taken out of the new agreeeth not with the old. And no man putteth new wine into old bottles else the new wine will burst the bottles and be spilled, and the bottles shall perish. But new wine must be put into new bottles, and both are preserved. No man also having drunk old wine straightway desireth new, for he saith the old is better. So, lots to digest here. I hope that you... Um, can you know ponder and and think what you got out of this particular chapter but one thing that stuck out to me was when he watched Simon and James and the sons of Zebedee out as they were struggling and fishing all night and and catching nothing and as he was preaching, and he said to them, you know, cast the nets out again. And Simon says, but, you know, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. 
and thankfully he listened and look what happened this miracle of fish they caught so much that their both ships began to sink and so to me that was an example of how the savior watches everything we do and is compassionate and merciful just like Simon said we have toiled all night well precisely because they had toiled all night and caught nothing and their master was watching he had compassion on them and rewarded them with the fish that they needed and so he watches us in our struggles and knows how to succor us and how to bless us and we have to have the faith that he someday perhaps at the point where we need it the most is ready to give us abundantly to the point of bursting where we can't receive anymore but hopefully you and I are ready to receive that if only we stay close to him. After that, he told Simon and James and their brothers of Zebedee to follow him. And what happened? They left everything behind and followed him immediately. And to me, they did that for a couple of things. Um, one, Simon Peter, when he saw so many fish and the miracle that he did, and he knelt down at his feet and said, Depart from me, I'm a sinful man. He knew that he was in the presence of, of a God um, who loved him. And he didn't think he was worthy to be around him. But when Jesus beckoned them and said, come follow me, they followed him because they saw how much love and compassion he had for them and their struggles and their toil, that it was easy for them to follow him. And so I, I hope that you look into, into this chapter and get your own little nuggets just like I did. And um, I'm going to share a song with you um, that um, reminded me of a saying. Uh, actually, it's more like a, I received a Christmas message. It's more like a postcard. And in that postcard, um, it says... It has um, a star up in the blue sky and um, it's shining brightly and it says one char one star uh, can change everything and I pondered that and I thought truly that is exactly what happened when the Savior was born and nobody nobody other than the prophets and um, the people that were following the prophets uh, realized um, 
just the importance of following the star and how that represented that uh, the the Lord was born and understood what that meant. Um, so that I I love that thought that said one star can change everything and so I am about to find that hymn for you hopefully the this is having a um, hopefully I'm able to get there so uh, the the hymn that I have chosen is called with wandering awe and it talks about that one very quiet silent night when um the savior was born and so i'm hoping to be able to find that in here um quickly with wandering awe and so here we go hopefully you enjoyed this as much as i did and i'm going to turn up the volume a little bit more I love the music, but I was looking for the vocals that we heard the other day. And so I am hoping to be able to find that for you because I cannot sing it myself. So here we go.
that was a beautiful little hymn and I it makes me think of how these people that experience the blessings the healings Peter having the boat have a fish to overload the paralytic that was able to walk home the leper that was cleansed all these people I'm sure it felt like singing praises to the Savior for their love, for his love and mercy on him or them. Um, then I'm sure this hymn would be appropriate. And just like the message I said, that one star can change everything. That one star came a long time ago and told us about the Savior's birth and his birth has changed the whole world. And so I leave you with that so that you can find the one star that will change everything for you. And hopefully that is Jesus Christ this Christmas. Have a great night and God bless you. Rosa Garcia with Why Jesus.